Hey guys, what's going on? Aaron Bennett here, gonna dive into the latest news for today. But first, I sent everybody who dropped their blockchain domain into the last video's comments. Uh, they linked up their Litecoin address. Y'all got five bucks in Litecoin. So here are the address that left a comment in the last video. A couple did not work. What that probably meant is that you did not upload a legit Litecoin address in your uh, Unstoppable Domains account. So I will be doing more of these guys. And if you have not subscribed to my station, go ahead and do so, so you do not miss the future giveaways. So the first story, Square's earnings are up 2.5 times what they were expected because of Bitcoin. The next story, Goldman Sachs is offering Bitcoin derivatives to rich people on Wall Street. Next story, Coinbase stock plunges to record lows. And I'm going to go over Galaxy Digital, another stock that I'm probably going to invest in, and also MicroStrategy. Next, take a look at what Ross Gerber said. This guy uh, manages over a billion dollars of assets, and uh, he's pretty vocal about things like Tesla and Bitcoin, basically saying that Bitcoin is more trustworthy than keeping your dollars at the bank and trusting the FDIC, something that Alex Mashinsky of Celsius Network has talked about quite a bit. The next story, Mark Cuban says that there is not going to be that crypto winter, that time when crypto goes down or sidelines for a few years. And he talks about exactly why he thinks that. And the final story from Edward Snowden saying that Bitcoin must be private by design. In this story, they talk about Monero, Zcash, and what Edward thinks Bitcoin must do right now in order to survive. So the first story, looking at Square's earnings. So Bitcoin alone drove $3.5 billion in revenue, an astonishing increase of 1,000% in just 12 months. So what Jack Dorsey said, the CEO of Square, he said, our focus first and foremost is on enabling Bitcoin to be the native currency. It removes a bunch of friction for our business, and we believe fully that it creates more opportunities for economic empowerment around the world. So this is a bullish story for Bitcoin. We are seeing companies make massive, massive profits from allowing their customers to purchase Bitcoin. The next story, Goldman Sachs is opening up their Bitcoin derivatives to high net worth individuals. So they're going to allow investors the chance to bet on the future price of Bitcoin. So this is how it's going to work. They begun using what are called, quote, non-deliverable forwards. And these are short-term futures contracts that pay cash to investors who can accurately predict the future price of Bitcoin. These two parties agree on a price when the contract expires, the winning party earns the difference between the contracted price and the actual price. And they are making money on volatility, something that is seemingly negative for Bitcoin. But hey, if you can profit on it, that's a good thing for the company. So once that ETF comes in the United States, we're going to see a lot of other products for Bitcoin. So this is just the beginning. I mean, honestly, guys, we are at the very beginning. I know I keep saying that in every video. I truly, truly believe it. So the next story, taking a look at Coinbase stock plunging to record lows. So I don't really have much to say about this other than what I think is happening is that a lot of these guys who are selling their Coinbase stock, they are using it to buy Bitcoin. <laughs> Basically, Coinbase is going down and the crypto market is going up. So some people predicted this. Uh, some people predicted that because... This is a centralized exchange, and a lot of capital is moving towards DeFi. 
uh, things like Uniswap, a lot of these DEXs which allow you to convert or swap into different cryptos. Some people predict that a lot of these centralized exchanges like Coinbase and Gemini they're not going to do as well in the future. Now, I don't really think that's the case. I think that centralized exchanges will do very, very well. I think that both are going to grow in unison unless there's another way to onboard the next 100 million people who are brand new to crypto into the crypto market in a way with decentralized exchanges, which are usually much more complicated to use, then maybe I think that if Gemini goes public, if Kraken goes public, when Celsius goes public, I think that they're going to do incredibly well. So take a look at two stocks. So the first one is Galaxy Digital Holdings. Now, not financial advice, nothing on my station is, but I was taking a look at this stock and they deal a lot with Bitcoin and crypto. This is Mike Novogratz's company. So over the last six months, they were at around $4, less than $4, hit a peak of 33. Uh, so that was a pretty solid investment, similar to MicroStrategy, which looking at the last six months, they were at 180 hit a massive peak of $1,200, almost $1,300. So both of these stocks hit a peak and now they are coming back down. So the next story, Ross Gerber, he basically is saying what Alex Mashinsky has said on many Ask Me Anythings on Friday. So one of the things he said is that worries about crypto risks, worries about cryptocurrencies risks are overblown. So he said that the trust in the almighty dollar and fear of crypto as risky is misplaced, meaning that trusting the dollar is not necessarily a good idea. He said, the FDIC went bankrupt in the financial crisis. The FDIC doesn't exist. That's a freaking fantasy. Rule number one, any promise the US government makes is a fantasy. We don't have any money. We have a trillion in debt. So with the banks gone, or if JP Morgan goes under, the FDIC will cover 0% of it. And this is one of the reasons why I personally believe that USDC, USD coin, is actually more secure than keeping dollars in an FDIC-insured bank account. Alex Mashinsky has brought up on AMAs certain charts showing how much money the FDIC actually has versus all the money that are in FDIC-insured accounts and it is like a tiny, tiny percent. So if something were to happen, the FDIC wouldn't do anything, and those little stickers on the window when you walk in the bank, honestly, don't mean jack. So the next story, Mark Cuban says there isn't going to be a crypto winter. So why does he say this? He says the number of people invested in the biggest coins has swelled to a point where the investors would buy back in before prices could get brutally low. He talks about DeFi, saying that 2 million people are using DeFi right now. That's a whole lot of money that's not going through the banking system. But he also takes a little shot at Bitcoin, saying that it's the bigger risk over Ethereum. He says, I think Bitcoin is the greatest risk of a pullback simply because there's so many dollars worth of derivatives. And so people speculate so much and you don't have an efficient market in terms of buying and selling it. Personally, I don't agree with them. I think that Bitcoin is much more stable than Ethereum for several reasons. I know that he he's literally a shark on the Shark Tank. So what he says publicly is always in the best interest of him and his own investments. Same with a lot of people that you know have a big voice and have a big following. What they're saying is supporting their investments. So he is a big investor in 
um, well, Dogecoin, but also in Ethereum. So of course he's going to say that. And then he says, I think Ethereum has greater long-term value because Ethereum has more utility than Bitcoin does. And personally, I think that they are just very different. So Ethereum does have a different kind of utility. You can obviously do a lot more things on the Ethereum network, but Bitcoin is the granddaddy store value. And I really do not see that changing. And the final story talking about privacy. So Edward Snowden was recently interviewed talking all about privacy in Bitcoin. So he argued that Bitcoin must be made private by design in order to counter efforts to crack down on so-called privacy coins such as Monero. He says that Bitcoin is really failing comprehensively on the privacy angle. Now in 2021, everybody knows there's a problem when we talk about digital surveillance. So he talks about Monero and Zcash, and he says, unlike Bitcoin, privacy coins enable fully anonymous transactions. He says that Monero is having trouble being listed on exchanges, but he says they're both great projects talking about Monero and Zcash. And that's true. Um, Monero is not listed on Coinbase, Coinbase Pro. I think it's listed on Binance. Not quite sure if it's even listed on Kraken. So a lot of these big United States, US exchanges they're not listing Monero. It's a privacy coin. And, you know, there's a real conflict of interest there where the U.S. government and the regulatory agencies, they want surveillance. They want transparency. So there is a conflict there for sure. He goes on to say the way that you fix this is that you make Bitcoin private. You have to make the idea that cryptocurrency is private by design. Now, he brings up a really good point and something I've talked about in previous videos, talking all about privacy. And I think more and more people are going to be wanting privacy. Uh, I think that there's going to be a wave of people that are just going to get more and more tired of being spied upon. So there's a reason why, you know, privacy coins are doing well. I mean, we are in altcoin season, so we're seeing basically a lot of coins do really well. But you can see here Monero up 20% today. Uh, breaching $500 and Monero still has not hit its all-time high over three years ago at $542. So guys, I just want to finish the video here if you made it this far. If you have some money on the sidelines, here's what I think is happening. And actually here is what's happening. We are seeing a lot of the top 100 coins. If they have not already hit their all-time high, I think that we are going to see them do that. So one in particular is EOS. Now EOS had a high, I talked about this um, I think like a week or two ago, saying that it will hit its all-time high. Uh, its all-time high was $22.71. So that is still a 2x from where we are right now. So guys, that is just my little two cents about what I think is going to be happening over the next couple weeks. I wouldn't be surprised though if we see very soon another 10-15% drawback on a lot of these altcoins. I think it's a little frothy right now. I'm definitely not telling you to take profits. You can do whatever you want. But it's feeling a little bit, uh, a little bit frothy. So I think I think we're going to see a pullback, which I would welcome. I would honestly welcome a nice, nice 10% pullback on a lot of these alts. So that is the video today, guys. If you have not already subscribed, go ahead and do so, so you don't miss out on future giveaways. And if you're not following me on Twitter, go ahead and follow me on Twitter because at any time YouTube can decide to take down my station. It happens all the time. And I want another way to connect with you guys. So I will leave the link for that below. So thanks for watching. And until next time, talk with you soon. And bye for now.